Okay, so we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alert for August 24th, 2020. And just prefacing all of this again, and I've stated this many times in a lot of different studies that, you know, God is in control. And this whole thing that Trump is doing, there's a very good likelihood it's because, like I said in the last part, because there's such a mass awakening regarding this now i don't think that that mass awakening is so much in the 501c3 realm with the pastors i think there's people in the 501c3 church that are woke to this but the pastors for the most part are pretty much going along and they're a mouthpiece and a tool that satan is using in order to further bring this about um <clears throat> but god may have different plans if there's enough people praying fasting educating others which is again why this ministry exists where they are just gonna there's gonna be a critical mass that they can't overcome with this and they're not going to be able to implement like something like a forced vaccination by october i don't know okay even if they try to do it it doesn't mean they're going to do it uh there may be enough awakening and pushback for that to happen and a prayer and fasting going on <clears throat> but i knew the timeline was tight regarding all this and this is why i've been screaming about this since january because i knew this is where they were going with this thing with the vaccine issue and all the other things that go along with it, the mask wearing you know taylor's got a ton of friends and she said uh pretty much every single one of them has already said they will not be taking the vaccine I gave you that statistic in last week's study of the week before where it was like, what, 42% of Americans were saying they would take it. So I don't know how they possibly think they're going to pull this off. Now, you have to understand, though, if they do come out with this and they realize they're going to get a very low compliance, there's no way they can come out with it and say it's going to be forced and it's going to be mandatory. But there is going to be millions of people that line up for the shot. Now, what I think they would do in that type of scenario is they would say, okay fine just whoever wants to get it get it but just so you know we're going to make it increasingly harder for you to work in the workplace or travel or go to school or whatever without it they're going to attach that other stuff on the side which isn't as draconian as having your front door kicked in and being forced vaccinated but it's incrementalism and it's moving in that direction that's where i would think they would but again god may intervene and you know, if there's enough people out there praying, fasting, this type of thing. So I just wanted to reiterate that. And um, let's play this next video. Th this is just insanity. I mean, this is just, just, this is one of the most insane videos. And it's only like, I don't know, five minutes that I have ever played ever in all the history of this ministry. And this is entitled UN COVID Propaganda Reaches Brazen New Levels. Um... <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Off, I want to look at this United Nations News article. Virtual concert unites Pacific with the world in battling COVID-19. This is the, from the United Nations, okay, which is the backbone of the coming New World Order. And it shows all of these people in New Zealand. This virtual concert unites the Pacific with the world battling COVID, the, the, the non-existent COVID. Literally, they've shut down the whole country of... of 
of uh, New Zealand now into this draconian police state of lockdowns, forced quarantines for like four cases. I mean, it, it's just the insanity just reaches new levels every day. But unless there is mass pushback from humanity and praying and fasting about this, they're going to keep trying to advance this because they have pushed all their chips in. They've got billions invested in this and they don't want to lose their investment and all the time and the effort they've done put, put forth toward this. From August the 15th, 2020, the first of its kind televised and digitally streamed Pacific Unite Saving Lives Together concert called on regional leaders and citizens to unite in the global fight against COVID-19, the United Nations said on Saturday. From across the region, the UN and the Pacific brought together artists, UN leaders, heads of state and international celebrities in the world's first regional COVID-19 concert. The two and a half hour show featured contributions from 12 Pacific Island nations, including musical performances from various people, um, and that includes New Zealand. Now, what I want to do now is show you that right at the end of the concert, the final act closed with a moving performance of a song called We Will Rise, written about the coronavirus pandemic in the Pacific and performed by the Pacifica Voices and the International... I mean, they're acting like this has killed millions and millions of people. They've got like four cases in New Zealand. Or, I don't know, maybe it's more than that now, but, you know. And remember, the testing kits, a lot of them are contaminated. They're counting all these different things as coronavirus covid 19 when they're not they're lying every chance they get and they're acting like this is some some kind of pandemic that's literally wiped out half the planet and it's for the most part it's a total non-issue unless you're in wuhan china at ground zero suva sung primarily by children and youth the heartwarming lyrics concluded on a note of hope they well that's what get if you're not ready Get your tissues out because you're going to go through probably two to three boxes of tissues just with your tears regarding this moving, moving performance that you're getting ready to hear. They call it a note of hope. Around the world, we're closing borders. COVID-19 is on the rise. A new world order behind closed doors. The storm will pass and we will survive. We will rise. We will rise again and so on. I'm going to show you that. So let me just, around the world, we're closing borders. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? COVID-19 on the rise. No, it's actually in total decline. If you look at statistically what's happening with it. A new world order behind closed doors. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that special? The storm will pass and we will we will survive. Oh, a new world order. Imagine that. And like I've said, they want to really bring in the new world order with the COVID-19. And in America, they're using Trump to do that more than any other entity. Because they've got so much invested in this. And they thought, oh, this is going to, we're, we're going to have this horrible pandemic. It's going to be wiping out millions. That hasn't happened. And I do believe that's because of the prayer of the saints. 
I do believe that's because of people that have prayed and fasted and and it's turned into into a total non-issue. But see, they've already got all their chips in. And they can't lose all that all their chips, which is what is threatening to happen. Because if this doesn't work, they're going to have to try something else and that's going to be a monumental task. And they don't want to do that. So they're still trying to push this false narrative that this is this horrific thing and we're going to overcome it and a new world order is going to is going to uh, rise. And what they're talking about, it says, we will rise, we will rise. They're talking about the phoenix rising from the ashes, which is another play on going from the old world order into the new world order. The phoenix dies and then it rises out of his own ashes. That's, that's a big, a classic thing about the death of the old world order and the rising of the new world order. All of this is Illuminati uh, type of terminology. Video of that musical performance it is so full of freemasonry and all-seeing eye basically illuminist propaganda big time lives are lost children are suffering wearing a mask to stay alive true words of nervous and literally they're showing um it looks like potentially oh hundreds and hundreds of un troops in the stadium marching around with guns they've got the un blue hats on as the song is being sung wonderful when satan is just glorified and 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 sung about like this isn't it great now they're showing a uh star all the un troops have went into the star it's like this pentacle star and uh that's in the center stage now so they've got to have their pentacle and um then it's going to go to another scene Well, straight away there, you should see a pentagram, pretty obvious in the shape, in an eye, a very strongly Masonic symbol, and of course also found in witchcraft. And then now we have somebody this salute. Is, this is unbelievable. Literally, it has transposed onto the stadium floor. A, a, the, and it's in the, the troops are forming a, a little good Nazi brown shirt saluting. It looks like a communist Nazi brown shirt saluting. And it's it's literally it's so big that it, it takes like probably 300 troops to make this thing on the stadium floor. And then on each side of it, it has U and then N. And I'm talking, it must be like 100 yards for like from top to bottom from the U, like the U and the N. I mean, it's that big. You, you, you can't even believe. <laughs> what? I mean, I have never seen anything like this in my life. And then it says UN and all this other stuff. There's there's Chinese writing, it looks like. I mean, this is like the most quintessential, like cliche, communistic propaganda uh, thing I've ever seen in my life. 
it's nauseatingly cliche and just overdone and overblown. The UN, presumably a soldier or whatever. So you should be able to clearly see the development of an eye in the stadium here and then listen to the words new beginnings and changing our lifestyles. So that basically, <laughs> it's propaganda for the and, it, and it's literally what's forming these images on, on, on the floor of this stadium are all of these United Jackboot, United Nation, Nazi thug troops with literal blue United Nation helmets on and machine guns. I, I, and and they're part of the court. They're like they're they're dancing around and choreographing and all this. I mean, it's just it's like you've I've never seen anything like this this bad. I mean, this is so bad. It, it's it's almost laughable. It might be something you would see in Nazi Germany, except I never even saw anything this bad even in Nazi Germany. Rise, uh, you know that type of thing, very very much illuminist symbolism. Changing our lifestyles, the new normal. Wear your mask and take the test. Roll up your sleeve and get the vax. Then you have the typical rise up and unite. Uh, the sheep all getting everyone into the hive mind mentality. Oh, this is so sickening. And then they've got the all the all-knowing eye of Lucifer in the center. They all they all went into the center and it looks like this big the the they're all black so it looks like the iris of the eye and then it comes out into an eye like the new world order eye symbol like the the um on the back of the dollar bill <laughs> i mean it could have been any more satanic and evil if they tried i think this may be taking place it's like the um it looks like because this is new china the, the television station i think so i think this is taking place somewhere in china this this i mean this unbelievable chinese propaganda thing that's going on in the stadium but then you're hearing the new the the new zealanders sing about this now i could be wrong but that's the way it looks to me And then the We Will Rise chorus um, comes into play, which is all the phoenix rising from the ashes symbology, which is uh, very much an integral part of the United Nations. And in fact, that can be found, the phoenix rising from the ashes in the mural in the United Nations Security Council right. chambers. He's showing, he's showing this mural, and, and yeah. Yeah, it's right there. I mean, it's all this cryptic, evil, mural, weird garbage much part of the luciferian nature of the spiritual side of the united nations then notice how they begin to use united nations security forces or soldiers and then you see like a barcode or um, qr code type of thing appearing does that tell us that soldiers are going to be in, are going to be enforcing this and of course when you look it's all filmed from the angle of inside an eye the all-seeing eye and then you see waves rolling across it like it's a QR code scanner or a barcode scanner or a retina scanner, something along those lines. And now it looks like the letter symbol um, that is found on the Masonic apron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are then shown more images of the um, United Nations blue helmets, soldiers. Yeah, they, they look like the United Nations um chinese troops they do not look like new zealanders so 
I think this is taking place in China. This looks a little bit too too big and too grandiose for New Zealand, personally. Um, nothing against New Zealand. I'm just saying this is like a very, very grand, grand scale this is taking place. Is ...to enforce these things as time goes on. And it's so weird because all these Chinese troops of, like... It's like they, they got in touch with their artsy side and, and, and now they're doing this big choreographed uh, hail to Satan uh, dance show that they're putting on. And that then moves into what I see quite clearly to be a reference to the Masonic square and compass oh, in yeah. the image. Again, yeah. it's all centered in the all-seeing eye, which is a very strongly Masonic symbol. Yeah. It's bad. This whole COVID-19 pandemic, plandemic, whatever you want to call it, has been used and is being used to push us into a global government. And it's quite plain here in this uh, United Nations propaganda video mm -hmm. where they are heading us, the United Nations, and into solidarity and the use of United Nations security forces. But see, that that all of this thing with the COVID-19, what, what they've said it's ultimately going to hinge on is the vaccination which we haven't got to yet. And that's why I'm so sounding the alarm on this thing with Trump right now, because there needs to be massive prayer, massive pushback, fasting, educating other people regarding this thing, uh, because <clears throat> that's what it hinges on. Because that's, that's the thing that's the most important aspect of this whole thing to Satan, is to get that DNA defiling devil vaccine into us. Now let's go further here. Have you seen the new DNC logo? Democratic National Convention. It means death to America by Baphomet or the goat of Mendez. Okay. Baphomet, you know, the, the androgynous goat-headed uh, being that a lot of people in Luciferians worship. Well, their, their logo um, is the, basically the D, you'd have to look at it to understand what I'm, I'm saying here. Um, but it's, the first symbol is clearly the the Baphomet symbol okay and that's makes up the part of the letter d and we're going to get into the, the actual um well here let me just go over that real quick the new dnc logo claims to say d20 as in democrats for the year 2020 and it places a map of the united states inside the zero appearing to read d2 america or death to america okay and I, I posted the symbol here and it is it basically means death to America but really more death to America by witchcraft now remember what I said last week about Black Lives Matter how it's run by three high-level African witches uh, well that's how they're trying to bring about the death to America through high-level witchcraft which most of the time the church doesn't have any clue about any of that. And they're not praying actively against all the witchcraft being done against them. They're not understanding that the witchcraft is how these agendas are all advancing. The COVID-19 agenda, the Antifa agenda, the Black Lives Matter agenda, the lesbian, bisexual, gay, transvestite, pedophile agenda. All of that at its source is deriving their power from high-level witchcraft. So that's something that we always need to be have in the forefront of our thinking process. So now, then we have this. Blood in the streets, left-wing Portland riders display bloody guillotine as they burn American flags. New Democratic logo says death to America. Now the mask is off. The Democrats are telling us exactly what they've planned for America. 
in Portland left-wing rioters brought a blood-spattered guillotine to the riot and put it on display while they burned American flags and held Black Lives Matter signs demanding an end to America. I mean, they're that stinking insane that they think about if they bring death to America, that America is going to be a better place because of their satanic, Luciferian, demon-possessed-to-the-toenails ideology. They're that far gone. Their message couldn't be any more clear. They seek to burn America to the ground and murder anyone who gets in their way. And they are violent left-wing lunatics who respect no law, no freedoms for anyone else, and no rules of civilized society. They nearly all support communism and Joe Biden. And But see, that's why it's so easy to get on the Trump train. Because it's so easy to look at this, Portland, what's going on there, and be against it. And I am, okay? But see, that automatically, for most people, puts you on the side of Trump. Because he's supposedly against this. So I have to be on Trump's side. And I can't look at anything negative about Trump because he's against the bad guys. No, 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 no. It's not the way it works. Truth is what matters. And Trump is a chameleon. He's been put in his place to play this role and he's doing it fairly well. Because he sure got a lot of people conned. Here's a snapshot distributed by the Portland Police Bureau. Here it shows this wonderful thing of this guillotine they've got with a teddy bear in it, a big teddy bear. They're going to cut off his head. And people with their black lives. Now, most of these are white people, it looks like. I, I, I think I see one, maybe one black person. Maybe. They're all white people who are living in evidently this whole white guilt thing. And they've got to show how they're, they got to pay their reparations. And they got to do it a lot of different ways. And a lot of that's supporting Black Lives Matter, no matter um, how satanic the cause is. They've got to show that they're not racist, because that's all that matters. And they're willing to go to any length to prove that. And that's, this is just more further evidence of their insanity. Here's a video of the burning of the American flags, and you can cook on it if you like. One guy... Uh, posted a Twitter pic, I think it's this pic right here that I'm, I have in the PDF for this um, teaching. Antifa showing the public a visual representation of the political agenda. They put U.S. flags on the guillotine prop and set it all on fire outside the Southeast uh, or the Seattle Police Building. SE Police Building. The Portland Police Bureau issued an official statement describing rocks, bottles, and dangerous items were thrown at the police alongside blinding lasers wielded by left-wing rioters causing permanent eye damage to law enforcement. Now, let me tell you something. They've got lasers out now, guys. These aren't laser pointers. You should never point even a laser pointer in your eyes or in anyone's eyes. But they've got lasers now that will fry your eyes and permanently blind you, depending on how, what, how powerful a laser you order. And it's a real easy way to take somebody's eyes out for the rest of their lives. So understand, if you're anywhere near these types of things, or anywhere near bad guys, they may have these things. And some of these lasers are extremely powerful. Okay? They're weapons. So you need to be mindful of that. I'm not saying God can't protect you, but I'm just saying you should be aware of them. 
and remember, these are the very people every Democrat in America describes as mostly peaceful. Many participants in the march carried hardened shields, helmets, armor, gas masks, and wore all black clothing. At least one participant targeted the Portland Police Air Support Unit airplane with a green laser. They try to they try to point it at the airplanes up in the skies and try to blind the pilots. I mean, these people should be, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to do that to someone, you're trying to permanently blind them for the rest of their life, you know, I mean, I think the, I think the punishment should be extreme. I really do. To dissuade other people from doing that. But if there's no punishment, they're just going to keep doing it. And that's why we need God's judgment because when we don't have God's judgment, this is what society degrades into every single time. This is extremely dangerous and could cause disorientation of the pilot in addition to permanent eye damage. Individuals in the crowd threw rocks, eggs, glass bottles in the direction of the officer. Some rolled, rolled a mock guillotine with a stuffed bear onto the street. The bear and multiple U.S. flags were burned. Paint balloons were launched at officers as well as green lasers. Uh, now, there's a, there's a video if you want to watch. I mean, then I saw another video where it was the Proud Boys against these and I'm telling you guys, I watched this video, and I give you a link here to it. It's from Infowars. And I have never seen these types of engagements on American streets ever. What I'm telling you is that this is escalating. And the Black Lives Matter getting more brazen, and the people like on the right that are protesting this are getting way more brazen. I have never seen so much pepper spray spray. Both sides were just dousing each other with pepper spray. They had the, I, I think the, um, the Proud Boy guys had paintball guns and weapons and shields. And I have never seen, I, the fact that this didn't actually erupt into an absolute bloodbath was a miracle. The fact that, somebody didn't pull out a full auto gun on either side and not just trying to mow the other side down was a miracle. I'm, I'm just telling you, you might want to watch the video. I've never seen anything like it. I, what I'm telling you is that it's, it's escalating. And if that 32nd degree Freemason is to be believed, he says when they start kicking in the doors of the white populations, this isn't about being racist, I'm just telling you what he said, that's when they're going to really go after the blacks or black lives matter, I would say. It's mostly white people. <laughs> I'm sorry. At this point, what I'm seeing in the marches are mostly white people. They're going to be the ones evidently thinking they could kick in people's doors and just go in there, rape, kill, steal, pollute. And, and uh, probably in a lot of places in the big cities, they can. We'll see. I'm just telling you, I'm warning you, it's a heads up to everybody. Whether my listeners are white, black, whatever. I want you to be aware of that. Um, next report, forced vaccination bills, New York, and no parental consent needed. So they're setting the stage for this vaccine thing more and more every day. Hey, folks, and welcome to another video from A Plain Truth 5. Well, we knew it was coming. And here it is, your 2020 legislative session upcoming bills, AB 656, allows children 14 and older to be vaccinated without parental consent. Now, these are for uh, New York, okay? 
And so that last one he said uh, allows children 14 or older to be vaccinated without parental consent. This is where this and is all nine allows forced vaccination. Forced vaccination and medical treatment allows detainment of individuals who are perceived health threats. A973 allows healthcare practitioners, whatever that is. Forced vaccination, A099, and medical treatment. So that means that you don't have any right to dictate what they're going to inject into your body if you're in New York. And then you could be detained if you're a perceived health threat because of the non-existent COVID-19 thing. And remember, Trump is at the spear tip of bringing this vaccine to market. But see, they're not going to force vaccinate you until they've got the vaccine on the scene. I'm telling you right now, we, we, I think we have a, a window where maybe if enough people rise up, if enough Christians are praying and fasting about this, maybe this can be turned. I don't know. This is God's business. But I know what I'm saying is biblical to try at least. It's biblical to fight against this any way that we can. They're going to try to bring this all over America. Obviously, New York would be more of a beta testing place. It's more liberal, particularly New York City and California in these places. But this is what they're planning. Administer all STD vaccines to minors starting at age nine <laughs> without parental knowledge or consent. Wow. So all sexually transmitted disease vaccines to minors. It allows the, them to do that. Without parental knowledge. And again, if this wasn't totally of Satan, why would all of this be centered in on vaccines and vaccinating, vaccinating your child without your consent or without parental knowledge even? If it wasn't totally of Satan, why would they be doing that? Well, it is of Satan. And they're telling you right out loud that it is, this is all of, the fa- of their father, the devil, and of his lusts and of his works, they will do. And he was a murderer from the beginning. Not your child, not your choice. They're wards of the state. Yep. A2316 mandates annual flu vaccine daycare through age 18. Cradle to grave, they're going to vaccinate you. Daycare. Mandatory Gardasol 9 for all children born on or after January 1st, 2009. We know all the injuries from the Gardasol vaccine. S298. 284 Assembly mandates reporting of adult vaccines to the registry without consent. <laughs> and yes, there is a new adult vaccine schedule being implemented. Yep, I told you. A, a- and, and trust me, if you got that first COVID-19 vaccine, think, oh, I'm out of the woods. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's going to be ongoing. They've even said it at a time. So they're going to be defiling your DNA more and more every shot. Not only that, they got to catch you up on the full adult vaccine schedule now, which will probably be at least, who knows? I mean, 70 something. I mean, if you, let's say you had never been vaccinated or even if like you had a, a few when you're younger like me and now there's 70 something or whatever. I know there's like, I think 72 for the kids. Well, an adult one, wouldn't you have to catch up all the kids and then, then all the adult too, I would imagine. So who knows? I don't know how many it'd be. So all I'm telling you is that every teaching that I'm doing, this is a line in the sand. And you're going to have to make up your mind and people in humanity are going to have to make up their mind. Are they going to go along with this? Or or is there going to be massive pushback against this wicked, evil agenda that they are trying to shove down our throats harder every single time I turn around? It's just one other thing. And now Trump is at the spear tip of it. 
635 requires publication of immunization and exemption rates so healthcare practitioners, why are they always practicing, can be disciplined for low vaccination rate among their, among their patients. Quota time, folks, quotas. And we can see all the uh, pins being put into place here out in California, here in northern Marin, Marin County, across the Golden Gate Bridge here. Uh, Central Marin Police plan virus mask crackdown. I love the language. Listen to the language they use. Two months after face coverings became a requirement, not a law, a requirement to help stop the spread of the virus, Central Marin Police have planned a sting operation added, aimed at catching those who flout the law. Now, is a requirement a law? No. No. Officer, it's not mandatory that you wear a mask if you have a medical exemption. So, yeah. again, they're flouting the law. There is no law. Uh, they'll be on patrol Tuesday, San Anselmo, Morgana Madera, going around to the people and giving them fines if, the, if they're ready to write citations from the range of $25 to $500 on the spot. Uh, the fake virus has been going on for five months. We're still getting calls. What we're doing is taking a new approach and enforce, force, enforcement to try and change some of these minds who are purposely choosing not to follow the law. <laughs> Lies. It's a law, not the law, and there is no law requiring masks. Yep. Last month, the county opened an email address, snitch.me, for people to report rule breakers collecting 60 complaints a day. Uh, started cracking down on public health order violators. Public health orders. It's an order now. It's a law. You're flouting the law. It's an order. It's a requirement by mobilizing government workers to issue fines. So this is what the cops are doing. We're eager to get off the government's watch list, they say. Meanwhile, right across the, <laughs> the bay from where they're doing all this, we see San Quentin Prison here, and this is just right, right next door to the cops enforcing it. They're releasing prisoners early to stem the coronavirus exactly. outbreak yeah. from San Quentin Prison. Right? You see the headline here, go straight to hell, Golden State Killer faces his victims, and they're releasing them, letting them go. Mm-hmm. So if masks work, why don't they just put masks on the prisoners? Then you have it all covered because the masks work, right? Yeah. You're wearing a mask to protect yourself, and if everybody's wearing a mask, then there's no problem, right? Yeah. That's the whole story. Releasing the prisoners, ticketing. No, they're just releasing the prisoners to create more chaos to bring about their new world order out of the chaos and to have satanic foot soldiers on the streets because a certain amount of them are, will be uh, foot soldiers for Satan, I'm sure. And I'm sure a lot of these people that are in these these uh riots you know that are being paid a lot of them are probably a lot of these con convicts that they've released and a lot of them are sexual predators and i've got into that in previous studies so what could possibly go wrong T citations for those that choose not to wear a mask and as is their right and then now coming up mandatory vaccinations for your child where the child chooses and you parents have no choice forced vaccinations enforcement and they're going after all those that aren't compliant and obedient and the sheeple will sheep but we have to choose our battles folks we have to choose when to stop and not give in because it's only going to get worse so please share this with all i just want to keep it short so you can share it with all the mask police are coming out in force mandatory vaccinations are going to be the law and then they're going to be going door to door then they're going to be saying did you get vaccinated we don't have record of your vaccinations come into your home that's what the WHO said. Remember that? The guy said, we're coming into your homes if you're, if you're going to be a problem. And then the, the Bricks, the Burks, the lady, the shill that works for the Jesuits in the White House, you know, she said, well, maybe you should be wearing masks inside. 
So the mask police going to be coming in your home or are you going to have detectors in your mask to show that you're wearing it inside your home? Yeah. The technology is going to be there. Speak out. Be heard. Yeah, I agree. Now, that's you have to understand, too, that's coming from a guy that I don't believe he's saved or there's no indication that he's a Christian at all. So in that particular regard, all he's got to rely upon is grassroots type of stuff. As Christians, we can we can hit our knees we could pray, we could fast, we can educate others. We have more we have more tools. We have more weapons against this than just somebody who's secular and is trying to approach this from a secular standpoint because that's all that's the only thing they have to fall back on. Um I saw this regarding North Carolina the other day and I entitled this COVID-19 scamdemic facts. Today marks 7 months of COVID-19 or 212 days supposedly 790 deaths outside of um conger outside congregate living in new, new north carolina supposedly that many deaths which is probably a fraction of that 95 percent of all the north carolina deaths were 50 plus years old 95 percent again most of them in nursing homes with one foot in the grave one foot under banana peel they put a covid 19 patient in there and that's the one thing that pushes them over that if if that even ha- didn't even happen with my with my aunt she tested negative three times they don't care they're, they're 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 fudging the numbers they're cooking the books they're trying any way they could do to get these people into the hospitals because medicare gets 13 grand for a covid 19 diagnosis and then another 39 grand to put on a ventilator which is a death sentence for a covid 19 patient and then they get a covid death so it's the biggest scam ever run on humanity ever, what we're seeing here. So daily, if you live in New York, if you live in North Carolina, you have a point zero 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 three percent chance of dying of COVID-19 if you do not live in a congregate home, meaning I guess like a nursing home. So you're, I mean, and if, if you're a child below 20, your risk of death is just basically zero. They've tried to pump pump a couple of those out on mainstream news. Oh, this child died of COVID. It's a lie. Anything they're putting out's a lie. You have to understand. Unless there was unbelievably extenuating circumstances, that child did not die of COVID-19. Then it says, take the mask off, unmask your children. This is not normal. It is not your job. Um to protect or whatever uh not submit them to a political nightmare it is your job oh it is your job to protect them not submit them to a political nightmare ignore the media don't agree with the business with a business making mask distance requirements do not patronize them they will suffer for propagating the political virus if we all stand together i mean hey i I went into a grocery store the other day harris teeter and they said these mandatory masks i walked right in without one and i knew i was ready I went in there. I had my I had my lanyard on. I had my paperwork in my hand that I was going to start giving out. They start asking me why I'm not doing it. Well, number one, here's my excuse per Governor Roy Cooper that says if you have trouble breathing in a mask, you don't have to wear one, and I don't have to tell you a reason why I'm having trouble. Then I have my religious exemption on the back. Then I have my paperwork on where the... Um, Surgeon General of the United States says that mask mask wearing will increase your risk of spreading the virus. And then all the other stuff it says about that. I was ready. I walked right in. I saw one other guy in there. Uh, maybe another one. Uh, but they didn't say anything to me. 
I haven't, so far, I haven't had anybody say anything to me wherever I've went. But then again, I do pray Psalm 64 every day. It doesn't make me better, but I do believe that affords you um, a level of protection when you pray that every day and putting on the full armor of God and in like a Lord's type prayer. And then, you know, obviously everything else you do, that's not the only thing I pray, but um, it's kind of a foundational thing. So far, I've, I've, I haven't had a, a lick of problems. Um, anyway, uh, it says, live your life. Let, let not, do not let a soul stand in your way, preserve your comfort, make huge life adjustments. If you must to maintain your normal living standard, it's up to you to make NC normal again, meaning North Carolina. It's, it's reopen NC is the movement. Okay. So let's go further. Nurse speaks out, empty beds, no coronavirus cases in Devon hospitals in UK. And this is pretty much the same, if, if you're being honest, all over the world at this point. Maybe there's some exceptions in a few places, but I don't think there is at this point. Hello, I'm Jason Neosantis. This is my show, Outside the Box. Um, I'm with an amazing lady who's just come into my studio now. We're going to have a chat. She is an assistant nurse um, in Devon, in a hospital in Devon. And um, I've just done the show with Dr. Mohammed Adil, who's which, which is in the UK, suspended for telling the truth about um, the figures for COVID and the, the empty hospitals and everything and the massive overreach. I've said it's like murder, really, because they've they've killed so many people by the false figures. And um, but anyway, listen, thanks for having a chat with me. Oh, thank you. It's fantastic. So, okay, so you were just telling me now about, and this is an actual assistant nurse in the hospitals. We've just been chatting about the terrible things that have been going on there um, and um, the empty beds, and, and no one's talking about it. Give me a few experiences of what you've had over this huge, massive overreach and fallacy that's this killed so many people because they can't get into hospitals, can they? To have kidney things done, coke cancer, heart attacks. What's your, what's, what, what's, what have you been hearing? Okay, so in our hospital, I work in one of the major hospitals in Devon, uh, lots of wards got shut down. So, for instance, the kidney ward got shut down, so all the staff on the kidney ward still worked and they got deployed to other areas of the hospital. And these wards that were empty were meant for this onslaught of this disease, COVID, to come in and they were meant to host all these COVID patients. So they literally kicked a lot of ill people out of the hospitals, is that right? Yeah, so they stopped people, for instance, that ward was would remember when this all started at least in america they suspended all elective surgeries which was a big reason why the hospitals were empty because that was the main source of their business and it also made them very much more desperate because they didn't have that money coming in anymore so they were all the more desperate to get that thirteen thousand dollar covid19 diagnosis and then even more desperate to get the thirty-nine thousand vent when they put them on a ventilator which was a death sentence but hey at least they were getting paid by medicare that was the incentive program that Satan was offering to the hospitals through Medicare. Okay. And I'm sure there was something similar going on in the UK. So that's, that's a big reason why we're looking at what we're looking at here. Ward, so people with kidney problems would come onto that ward and get whatever they needed done. So now that ward's empty. So the patients who have kidney problems are at home. They're not coming into hospital for treatment. So these walls have been empty um, since February time. This particular ward's still empty. February. A lot of the hospital was like a ghost town. Yeah. 
Um, They've laid off nurses, doctors. I have I have a pastor. I've been um, had on protocols for a year, clinical nutritional protocols. He had to go in the hospital uh, for some serious stuff recently because he's really getting up there in age. And I mean, he couldn't even get. The, they basically the, what he needed, the procedures he needed. They're like, oh, sorry, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, we're uh, sorry, we're we're like down to a skeleton crew here, basically, and uh, I don't really think we can help you too much. I mean, it's just it's absolute total insanity. And they had selected wards. There was a couple filled up with COVID patients. Um, I myself worked in one of the wards of COVID. And the nurses confirmed on there with me that the only people that actually died with COVID, not of COVID, were patients who already had a heart disease or yes. they had problems breathing. Mm -hmm. So they already had something going on for them right. and they died of that thing that was wrong with them, i.e. heart, and they put COVID, put COVID on the right. death certificate. Yeah. Right. Wow, wow, because yeah. that's got, there's a, there's a senator. In Without even testing them, I'm sure. As long as they were, got them into that ward, even if they didn't have COVID, they're going to count it as a COVID death because, again, they get that money and they get their stats. And that's all that matters is getting those fake stats uh, bloated as much as possible. So Scott, his name is, Scott something, and um, he actually got sent um, a, a letter to actually ask him to do that, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's what they were doing. They were, they, none of them died. Anyone who died of COVID never died. They, no one died in our hospital of actual COVID. They died because COVID, I think, that's my belief, lowered their immune system. So whatever else is going on actually killed them off in the end. Wow, amazing. Yeah. And, and, and the figures, uh, uh, Dr. Adil was saying on the show last night, he's been suspended because of it. And the figures are just astronomically not true, you know. Yeah. And is there a buzz around the hospital? This is what I want to ask you. Surely in that hospital, there's all these empty beds. There's people dying outside of heart attacks and all these things. Surely all the nurses and doctors are saying, what the hell's going on here? Is this a big lie? No. Is it the unspoken truth almost? I don't know whether other people don't speak about it, but there's. I think a lot of people, a lot of, People, I'm oh, sorry, a lot of people I work with, not no disrespect, actually buy into the whole newspaper spill. They, they watch buy BBC into the drama. every six o'clock. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. believe the mainstream. So I hear a lot of nurses say, I can't wait for the vaccination to come out. Oh and I understand they're going, Oh my God, you know, oh. <laughs> I can't believe you actually believe this. But, but the, a lot of them do actually believe that. Yeah. I work past, walk past, we're meant to wear a mask from the minute we get into work, into the hospital doors, we have to wear a mask until we walk out at the end of the day after a shift yeah. and nurses i work with another word they got to put them in that respiratory acidosis that you go into the moment you put the masks on where you're where you're hyper breathing your own carbon dioxide you're depriving yourself of oxygen it's a horrible thing to do it has all kind of health side effects if you do that and then not only that you're breathing through a mask that's made with petrochemicals so you're getting all the chemicals that you're inhaling in through the mask into your system the masks also become breeding grounds for the very thing that you're trying to supposedly stop you know and they're horrible i mean they're absolutely horrible and they're not meant to be used in that capacity meaning you wear the same mask all day and you know to try to do whatever you're trying to do. They're typically made to be used in surgical settings and worn for shorter periods of time. And they will not stop COVID-19. It says it right on the box. 
I've shown you the, uh, the images where it says this mask will not, and it's a surgical mask, will not stop COVID-19. The virus particles are far too small to stop. Even though COVID-19 is a joke at this point, it still wouldn't stop it anyway. I get breathing problems from wearing a mask. Mm. She's getting heart problems from wearing a mask. And you didn't have yeah. breathing problems before. It's no, just giving you exactly. breathing problems. It's giving me breathing problems. My God. Um, Absolutely. Another friend of mine who also does the same job as me is getting headaches, which I, I believe is part of the carbon yep. dioxide problem that they collect in the mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other nurse has been checked out. She's had ECGs. They're seeing if she's having heart heart trouble um, due to wearing the she mask. She never has heart problems before this. No, she never had heart. Oh problems my God! Before. This this is going to be you. I think. Okay, so let me just refresh your memory on this this point here. Um, let's see here. Okay, so causing, constantly wearing a face mask causes you to breathe in your own CO2, carbon dioxide, at a far higher rate than if you were not wearing a mask. Now, there's legions now of videos where people have doing, are from various, one of the guys was, was, a, was a U.S. representative, he did it. But they pulled that, boy, oh boy, did they pull that up. I, I played it on one of my previous studies, but man, I can't even find that one now. That's why these types of people, if they initially posted on YouTube, they should have they should be posted on posted on BitChute and Brighteon and whatever other, other kind of platforms because YouTube will take that off every time because YouTube is a is a satanic tool to suppress the truth. Okay. Yes, there's still a lot of truth up there. They haven't got to everything yet, but if it's something of a very sensitive nature, typically they'll get it down within 24 hours. Um, uh, what's ha what happens is is you breathe in your own carbon dioxide at a far higher rate. Then if you're not wearing a mask, this eventually causes respiratory acidosis. Respiratory acidosis is a condition that occurs when the lungs cannot remove enough of the carbon dioxide produced in the body because you're hyper-breathing back your own carbon dioxide because the mask is keeping it in and you're not getting the oxygen because the mask is making sure that, that you're not getting the oxygen. Excess CO2 causes the pH of the blood and other bodily fluids to decrease, making them too acidic. Initial signs of acute respiratory acidosis include headache, she mentioned that, anxiety, blurred vision, restlessness, confusion. Respiratory acidosis is also a form of stress that will cause your body to secrete higher levels of cortisol, which is a catabolic steroid. And the word catabolic means to tear down. And it will, it can cause you to age quicker, it can cause joint, uh, it just can cause a breakdown of the body in general. Cortisol is meant to be in the proper balance it's fine but when it's hyper secreted it's horrible and it will weaken your immune system which isn't that the reason you're wearing the masks to begin with so without treatment for respiratory acidosis other symptoms will occur these are sleep uh sleepiness fatigue lethargy delirium confusion shortness of breath and coma and some people have died when they're trying to exercise those two schoolboys in china they admitted they basically died they're wearing masks running like wind sprints well, killed them. You know, you you you're what more? If you're running hard, you're you're gonna need more oxygen than almost almost any other activity. And you know, you put a mask on somebody, you know, it's like you're trying to kill them. This is gonna be endemic. I think this is gonna be almost like another whole wave of uh, of illnesses that we'll see yeah. now because yeah. of this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I and think then I... all the chemicals in the masks too. I mean, who knows what the long term side effects of that is? I think that I believe that well, <coughs> I felt it. She's felt it. Someone else is getting headaches and. Um, I'm, I actually burnt one of these masks and they melted. I don't know what they're made of, yep, but they're right. kind of made of some sort of plastic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so good. what happens now? If and I... they're breathing through this, this petrochemical plastic. 
okay? It, she said it melted. Well, if they were just cotton masks, that wouldn't happen, okay? No, they're, they're, and all of this is by design. You have to understand, it's all by design. When wearing a synthetic mask, the person is filtering the air through synthetic material that outgasses the petrochemically derived constituents that most are made of. The masked individual is then breathing in those aerosolized toxic chemicals. Many of the sickest COVID patients already have various respiratory system illnesses and or chemical sensitivities. So putting a mask on them is the worst possible thing that you could do. But again, all by design. I've suddenly got a, a blockage in my, I feel like I've got a blockage in my colon, I'm bleeding, I need to have an endoscopy um, because my guest last night was a, a colon surgeon. What happens then? I mean, is it like, well, no, sorry, you can't come in yet. What happens? I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't tell you that for, for fact. I know that everyone who's coming into an emergency mm. department at the minute is getting COVID swabbed. Right. Um, I do know that one lady that came in, um, she needed uh, operation on her, her shoulder because she couldn't move her arm and she was in a lot of pain and she came up to the ward where I work on and she was sent home and they said, we can't do this operation on you until this is over. Right. She's so in pain, she's having tranquilizers tranquilizer and pain. Yeah. yeah. My God alive. So, and, and apparently I spoke to the doctor last night on the show and he was saying that the person who actually invented this test, I forgot what it's called, a per, P, P, per PCR test or something like that, whatever it is. And, and it's so ironic because the hospitals, are, a lot of these hospitals are just empty, but we can't do it until this is over. What is this? This non-existent thing? Yes, this has, no, really until we have the vaccine is what he's really saying. Then we can go back to normal because that's what our satanic handlers are telling us to perpetuate these lies and this myth at this point, even though the hospitals are empty, but to keep that fake false narrative alive and try to convince everyone that we can't get back to normal until this is over. And that they've already stated flat out that Bill Gates has said that this won't be over until there's a vaccine. And again, the only thing that's going to stop that is God's intervention and that will come, if that comes, at the hand of massive prayer, fasting, public education of the masses. And again, I don't know what way this is going to go, but I'm going to hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Actually said, um, this should not be used um, as, as a definite thing to, to, to find a virus, right? Yeah. No virus has been um, identified. I've yeah, had yeah. Dr. Andrew Kaufman on my show, been on my show. He said there's no virus has been isolated at all for this. People have even sent things to, to the authorities and they can't send them back an answer. So what the hell's going on? What's, you know? Oh, there is another thing that I just remembered. Last week, I was looking through our emails. We get a kind of staff email come through and they recommended that the staff log on and download this app. And with this app, anyone in, in the country can download this app. If you get any of the symptoms that they think are COVID symptoms, i.e. if you get sickness, diarrhea, um, heat, you know, the fever, um, any of those symptoms, and they're even calling it rash nowadays, then what you do is you download on the, the app that you've got these symptoms and the person, whoever it is at the other end running the show, are saying that's COVID, that person's got COVID. So, whatever it is. Whatever it is. So you could eat. So a, there's another 
bl bloody number, excuse my language, yeah. another number to, to prove the numbers that they falsely have done. Yeah, like so what? they're saying that's the second wave. Look, there's like 10,000 people with COVID and half of them have just eaten a dodgy curry the night before and yeah. got sickness, diarrhea, yeah. yeah. you know, normal stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, or got it in the playground or, yeah. you know, normal stuff. Yeah. Or they, they've got a cold or they've got a bit of fever because their body's just doing that, not COVID. And then they, I think it's part of the pushing for the second wave. The second then, wave, then? Then whatever comes after that, and then yeah. vaccinations, yeah. and then passports, yeah. and all the rest of it. Because, yeah. I mean, people say, oh, well, they're not going to make the vaccinations mandatory. Well, they won't have to. They'll just say, you don't have to have it. But if you don't have it, you want to get a job, right. you won't go to, go to work, yep. will you? Yep. Right? right? Have they yep. threatened you with vaccinations yet? Not yet. Right. Okay, so you can't go to work, you can't get a job, you can't go do your banking, you can't get food in a shop. Yep. And another wave, another lockdown, that'll be enough on it for people, yep. yeah? Yeah. I mean, they do want you, the NHS do want you, part of your work in there is that you have vaccinations. Yeah. And at the minute, it is, um, they've, um, the flu, you don't have to have that vaccination. So it's only 20% of the whole staff in our hospital who haven't had that vaccination. So I don't know who else, <laughs> I'm one of them. There's another 19, you know, 20%. But this app as well, my friend, I was talking to my friend about this app. And she also said, say that you get sickness, you're vomiting one morning, and then the next morning you've got diarrhoea and vomiting, and you text these people and say, oh, through the app, look, I've got vomiting and diarrhoea. How do they how do they put those numbers down? Mm. Does that mean you come up as a different number, as mm. a different person, because mm. that's a different day you're logging something mm. different on? Well, they lose them both, I bet. Yeah. yeah. So you could you could log on and then you're down as two separate people. Yeah. You could have a cold the next week and they go, oh, great, we love Mr. Jones because yeah. he's, got, <laughs> <laughs> he's COVID one, two and three. Wow, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you're an assistant, yes. You're in there. Yeah. You know, and let's, let's just make it clear to the listeners, this isn't just some random lady that I know just talking to you. Go on, say something. No, this is a real nurse, right? Now, in your opinion, yep. you've been watching, you've been looking. Yep. You're like Dr. Adil. You, uh, I, I made a bit of a joke with him last night. When he when he's uh, doing a cancer operation, he's he's looking for the cancers. He's looking for the problems, and that's what he's doing. He's looking at these numbers, and something's really stinks to high heaven about this, right? In your honest opinion, and no one knows your identity. Yeah. How how bad is this, as far as bullshit's concerned? Well, in Devon itself. There are minor hospitals, but the three major hospitals, okay, so you've got Plymouth, which is a big city, Exeter, which is a big city, and Torbay, at the minute, have zero patients with COVID in them. You hear that, everybody? Zero. Zero patients zero. with COVID in them. We've still got a lockdown. There's still people suffering. There's people starving to death in India. And well, it, sound, it sounds like we're to that point where that doctor described when, when this is over. Well, it sounds like it's over. You know, so why can't we get back to normal? No, no, no. We got to keep perpetuating the myth that there's millions dying everywhere. Everywhere. They're on the sides of the roads. They're they're in their house. They're all dead. They're all dead. We've got it. We've got to have the vaccine in order to prevent these massive amounts of deaths that are not occurring, but we are trying to convince you they're occurring. Africa, people dying all over the world of depression. And, and you can't even go and see your, 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 your family right. if they're dying. Yep. It's very suspicious in my opinion. Yeah. It's just well, that's another reason that m nobody was allowed to go see my, my aunt when she died, okay? Uh, like, I don't know, two weeks ago or whatever it was. And 
that's another thing they want to do is that's the excuse because see if nobody can go there to see them when they're being killed well then there's no witnesses to the death that's going to talk now there's witnesses but nobody that's going to talk so that's another reason they could oh we can't have you go see them you might they might you might infect them or they might well already infected if they've got it right they probably put her on a ventilator and killed her almost almost guaranteed that's what they did to her and that's why but that's a big reason they want to keep you out of the hospital so you can't see what they're doing it's outrageous it's just we've been sold something people go and even okay so we have that um it's just you know and then we have this um more fraud arizona counts any death within 60 days of a positive COVID-19 test as a COVID death. Now, remember, that's all that would mean, positive COVID test. Well, so many of the test kits are contaminated anyway. They're literally just testing the test kits and they're coming back positive in some, in many instances, got into that. Or if you've had any kind of antibodies from a common cold, you're gonna test positive. So you have to understand they're, they're doing everything they can do to cook the books. So we see this chart and evidently it's from Arizona and it's provisional death counts for coronavirus disease, COVID-19. Um, week ending 2-1 of 20 to 8-15 of 20. And um, we see that the deaths, as far as what they're saying, peaked at around uh, April 10th to April 15th, it looks like. Um, by far the, the, the highest you know death rate were the ones in the most advanced years 85 years or older and then 75 years to 84 years okay all the stuff we already know and what we're looking at now according to their own statistics is we're approaching zero as far as deaths go zero okay if you look at 815 it looks like it's basically zero as far as deaths go <clears throat> and again this is what i mean about the narrative's totally falling apart if you have any kind of eyes to see on this and the fact that trump is pushing this vaccine so hard when the death rate and this is what they can this is the numbers that they're trying to fudge this is them trying to cook the books they're, they're approaching zero i mean at least in this particular Arizona area or Arizona. But again, they just keep doubling down, doubling down because they're so desperate to get this vaccine out and all the things that go along with it. Um, and then they, the guy asked the question, how many of the above deaths are legitimately caused by COVID-19? Why isn't there one confirmed basis for counting deaths? Well, because they want to make sure that they're as deceptive as possible. And that you don't know the difference. So I, I the the this chart, this graph, as I it's posted in the PDF here, and then we have this. <clears throat> probably get through this and then go to the next part. The great falling away of the church right before our eyes. Coalition of over twenty seven hundred Laodicean, like Revelation three, lukewarm evangelicals join forces to urge Christians to not resist the coming COVID vaccine and the implantable biometric id see they're all in on this for the most part they're all in they're part of the b system 
most of these 501c3 pastors at this point are part of the beast system i'm not saying they all are and i'm not saying they're not a lot of them aren't going to hopefully jump off that train but this is where we're moving to a coalition of more than 2700 and these are like pastors mostly i think high profile evangelicals spanning the fields of science and religion have signed on to a statement called quote a christian statement christian it should say a luciferian statement on science for pandemic times which warns against the politicization politicization of the new coronavirus and urges christians to take appropriate action against them including taking the vaccine when it's ready so i would say about them is they are of their father the devil and of his works they will do they're devils they're wolves in sheep's clothing as the bible says biologos is this this biologos foundation was founded by u.s national institutes of health director oh i'm sure we could trust him francis collins a quote devout christian geneticist and his wife to foster discussions about the harmony between science and biblical faith and between evolution and biblical faith because they push darwinism yeah yeah they do that too yeah they're that evil we warned you about the vaccine we told you this was coming and now it begins to rear its ugly head the new world order is determined that the entire world needs to be vaccinated and that is exactly what they will attempt to do it just got a lot easier though with the help of lukewarm laodicean church allow me to introduce to you biologos a consortium of evangelical sellouts who won't rest until every christian takes the bill gates syringe of poison and receives an implantable biometric id chip see if the church was actually being salt and light the ones that call them christians they would be doing what i'm doing to a certain extent they'd be warning their flocks i'm not saying i'm any gold standard i'm just saying they'd be warning their flocks when they see the wolf approach but because they're hirelings and they're doing it for the hire the money they have no love they have no true love for the sheep but the true shepherd lays down his life for the sheep if necessary they won't do that in fact they're doing the exact opposite <clears throat> It reminded me of these verses, John 16, 1 through 3. These things, Jesus speaking, these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. They shall kill you out of the synagogue, they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. Because these devils in the BioLogos Foundation, they think they're doing God's service. They're that evil, they're that deluded. Now, a lot of them, I believe, are just Satanists and Luciferians posing as christians that's very very common they know exactly what they're doing they maneuvered themselves into those positions to deceive as many christians as possible that's well known in occult circles that that happens and then the next verse and these things will they do unto you because they have not known the father nor me going back to this report there are so many things happening right now it is easy to miss it but if you look closely you will see it COVID is not going away it has been weaponized oh but actually it is going away statistically speaking it's like a total non-issue as far as i'm seeing here and and that's why if, if they're 
if there was ever time for a breakthrough where the narrative absolutely crumbles, it has to happen soon. Because if humanity just collectively lets this same narrative be perpetuated when there's no facts to even back it at this point, then they'll get to the point where they'll say, well, yeah, we, we've got to have the... But I'm hopeful that God will intervene and this whole house of cards, which is COVID-19, will crumble. <clears throat> to beat you into submission with crashed economies, forced lockdowns, mandatory mask wearing, steep fines, and prison time for non-compliance. The America that will exist on the other side of this is not an America you will be able to recognize. It will be brutal, a dystopian place that will last two decades of apocalyptic zombie movies have prepared you to accept. Yeah, that's probably true. Only the zombies will be real if they have their way. Please visit BioLogos website. There's a link to it here. And read every page. This is what the Laodicean sellout looks like. They want to educate you on how their false science can be compatible with biblical Christianity. <laughs> and then there's the Bible, 1 Timothy, Bible verse 1 Timothy 6, 20 and 21. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called because this isn't science they're, they're pushing darwinism they're pushing the science of how we have to have a covid diet this is false science which some professing have erred concerning the faith yeah like these devils pushing this at biologos foundation while they promise them liberty they themselves are the servants of corruption And then you will enjoy the section from their website where they teach you how compatible evolution is with biblical creation. And there's a link to that if you want to go right to it. Common questions, biologos.org. What is evolution? So you know you're dealing with, with just apostasy on a whole other level here. But there's 2,700 of these devils that are influencing dare I say, hundreds of thousands of Christians and pushing this narrative. This goes on to say, they will steal your blessed hope if you let them. My advice is to use not to let that happen. They want to, they want to make you take the COVID vaccine as well. Should you trust them? No. This is their official COVID statement. You can click on it here. You should read it. All of you know your enemy. And then from the Christian Post who reported on this, okay, they're reporting on this in a very positive light that the Christian Post. A coalition of more than 2,700 high-profile evangelicals spanning the fields of science and religion have signed on to a statement built, a Christian statement on science for pandemic times, which warns against the politicization of the new coronavirus and urges Christians to take appropriate action against it, including taking a vaccine when it's ready. And it says, quote, we are deeply concerned about the polarization of science in the public square when so many lives are at stake. <laughs> so many lives are at stake. Yeah. Like the non-existent graphs that I show and the interviews from nurses that talk about the empty hospitals. And yeah, so many lives at stake, though. The word science has become a weapon in culture wars. Scientists are vilified and their findings ignored. While conspiracy theories go viral. That's, see, that's me. That's who they say I am. Sadly, Christians just seem just as susceptible to these trends 
Yeah, they they're, they they don't want to believe Lucifer and Satan because they have discernment, and that's a sad thing for Satan and these Laodicean devil Christians. Thoughtful Christians may disagree on public policy in response to the coronavirus, but none of us should ignore clear scientific evidence. Oh, I've been showing you clear scientific evidence ever since January. And I guarantee you these devils couldn't refute any of it. This statement was published online by the nonprofit organization BioLogos. This statement was also featured in the Huffington Post, which is a absolutely liberal, LGBT, gay-friendly... Oh, I'm sure that they're, they're all for this, though, because this is Satan's agenda. So see, this is how you're going to have the New World Order. When you, when you capitulate and you sell out enough, you'll, you'll come into alignment with Black Lives Matter. You'll come into alignment with Antifa. You'll come into alignment with Huffington Post and the gays and all that other stuff. Sure. And then the Baptist Standard also featured this, good Baptists. And then the Christian Post, who actually published this. And then Religion News Service. And then something called Patheos. Now, here's a link. You can see the hellbound signatories who will all beg for the mark of the beast. If you want to see who signed this, it's 2,700. So it's, it's, you know, you probably want to pull up a chair and, and put your chin strap on because it's, it's a lot of reading there. But I give you the link to that. And then it goes on to say, we call on all Christians to follow the advice of public health experts blindly, evidently, and support scientists blindly doing crucial biomedical research on COVID-19. Yeah, right. BioLogos was founded by the National Institutes of Health, Director Francis Collins, a devout Christian geneticist, and his wife to foster discussions about the harmony between science and biblical faith. Oh, there is, there's true harmony between real science and real biblical faith, but not between false science, not between lies and biblical faith. Collins was honored earlier this year with the Templeton Prize, a financial award for $1.3 million for his storied career using science to advocate for the integration of faith and reason. Well, you know, if you serve Satan, you'll be rewarded, and you'll get accolades, and you'll get money. Now, I'm not saying everybody that has money is like that, but a lot of them, that's, and he sold a soul to Satan a long time ago. He's probably Luciferian, and he got a $1.3 million Templeton Prize. So, you know, what do you expect? The Bible says that that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. And he's a highly esteemed among men, this devil. So some of the influential evangelicals who have already signed the statement include Bishop Claude Alexander, uh, senior pastor of the Park Church, Charlotte, North Carolina, National Associations of Evangelicals President Walter Kim, William Phillips, a distinguished professor of physics at the University of Maryland, who was a co-recipient of the Nobel Prize of Physics. Oh, oh, golf clap, golf clap. For development of methods to cool and trap atoms with laser light in 1997. And the Samuel Rodriguez, president of the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference. The signers affirm, and remember, there's 2,700 of these devils. Okay, every one of these guys are going to take the mark of the beast and tell their parishioners to take the mark of the beast unless they repent. And I doubt that's going to happen on very on maybe a tiny infinitesimal percentage, but biblically speaking, they've already given in to the strong delusion. 
I hope to God the people that are under them don't. I hope to God they get their eyes open. We, and we should be praying for the body of Christ to get their eyes open regarding all this. The signers affirm that they uphold the authority of God's word and see science as a tool to understand God's world. Yeah, it should be a tool. If it wasn't false science, if it wasn't Darwinism, if it wasn't whatever garbage they're pushing with this COVID-19 narrative. Yes, I agree. But not, not, the, not the satanic lying science you're pushing. Now, these brought a lot of Bible verses into my head. I'll just go over some of them. Jesus Christ, Matthew said in Matthew 7, 7, 15, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Because I would say all 2,700 of them are inwardly ravening wolves. Because they're serving Satan, whether they know it or not. Titus 1, 15 and 16, Unto them that are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but even their mind and their conscience is defiled. They profess they know God, Oh, don't all 2,700 profess they know God? But in works, they deny him. Because see, actions speak louder than words. And if, if you're a tree, you're going to produce good fruit. What are, what are, what, how does a tree produce fruit? Well, that would be us, our works, essentially. Okay, now we're not saved by works, but good works will follow salvation. You say by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But works will follow, obviously. See, in works they deny him. They're leading their congregations to hell, essentially. I mean, this is probably just one of the many heresies. They're leading whoever they influence into hell. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work reprobate. So even their, their works that appear good are reprobate in God's eyes. 2 Corinthians 11, 13-15, For such, as these 2,700 signatories, are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, Satan's ministers, like these 2,700, also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. They appear as ministers of righteousness, but inwardly they're robbing wolves. They're liars whose end shall be according to their works. 2 Peter 2, 17 and 19. These are wells without water, these 2,700 signatories, clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty... They themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome, of the same he is brought into bondage. So you don't want to put yourself under any man or woman that is a devil, okay? Because if you do that, they will overcome you and they will bring you into bondage, but those chains you cannot see. They're spiritual chains. Jeremiah 23, 1 and 2. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. 
saith the Lord. Well, how much more so these 2,700? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and have driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. Jeremiah 5, 26 and 31 through, through 31 says, For among my people are found wicked men. God says, among my people are found wicked men, like these 2,700. They lay wait as he that setteth snares, like a trap. They set a trap, they catch men, their souls. They themselves, it's just like um, Romans 1. They, they, not only did they do those things that are wicked, but they take pleasure in them that do them. They catch men. They know they're going to hell and they want you to go too. Because the demons that emanate and operate through them want to see you in hell. As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore, they are become great and wax and rich. Oh, like the guy that got the $1.3 million Templeton prize that we just mentioned? Yeah, like him. That's shipwrecking the faith of untold who knows how many Christians? How many baby Christians that don't know any better? Yeah, like that. It, I mean, you would think, okay, as a cage is full of birds, so are the houses full of deceit. And you'd think, well, okay, now, now we're going to see, you know, that they're not going to prosper in that. No, no, no. Therefore, because their cage is full of birds and because their houses are full of deceit, therefore, they're become great and wax and rich. So when you see all these TV evangelists and they're flying around in their jets like Kenneth Copeland has his own airport and, and Benny Hinn and Creflo give me a dollar and all these other ones. They're become great and wax and rich. Well, verily, they have their reward. When they go into hell, though, it's going to be like Lazarus Lazarus, and the rich man. They're going to beg for a drop of water to cool their tongue, and there's not, not going to be anybody around. Verily, they have their reward in this life. Most of them are Satanists and Luciferians. They're posing as, as pastors. Like Benny Hinn and, and Kenneth Copeland. High-level Luciferians. Key in, the, key in the Toronto Blessing Unmasked on YouTube. Those tapes are still up there. I'm sure they are. Those are my tapes. I sent them to a person, in, uh, a listener in England, and he posted them online because I didn't know how to convert VHS tapes to YouTube. 20 hours of footage that proves Kenneth Copeland, Benny Hinn, you name, all those guys in the charismania circles are Satanists. They're not just deceived. They're Luciferians. They're Satanists. Anybody that you're wondering about, just key them in the keyword search. I might have done a teaching on them. Then it goes on to say they're waxing fat. And basically that basically means they're, they're become great and they're waxing rich. Yea, they shine. They overpass the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause, the cause of the followers, yet they prosper. So just because somebody's wicked doesn't mean they're not going to prosper. Yes, you reap what... You reap what you sow, but you don't always reap it right when you sow it. Might be years, years down the line. Might not be until you plunge into hell. You know? And and the right of the needy, do they not judge? Most of those types of ministries, the last thing they worry about is the needy. Which actually should be like the first thing. 
according to the New Testament. The concept of New Testament giving, just key that in, key, key in um, tithe or uh, New Testament giving in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I'll show you what the New Testament says about giving. And it's not the Old Testament Levitical tithe to keep the priesthood in whatever. It's not that, I'm sorry. It's different now. That's an old, that's an old study, but man, it's just as applicable today. The right of the needy, do they not judge? Because they keep the money. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland's got how many jets? He's got his own airport. Kenneth Copeland, I think, I think it's International Airport or something. It's like in his backyard of his gigantic palatial mansion on this huge creek or river. That BDI devil, uh, he is such a Luciferian. He's so evil. Key and Kenneth Copeland in the, in the keyword search box. I've done many studies on that devil. Shall I not visit for these things? Meaning, well, saith the Lord, shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Ooh, well, that sounds a lot like America. Now, I'm not saying this hasn't occurred in other places throughout humanity before. But will God judge America because we've let this go on? This is the norm now in a lot of church circles for this to happen. Among my people are found wicked men. Isn't that kind of the norm? I mean, you got 2,700 signatories and this is just one example. Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Well, yeah, it sounds like God has to judge this. Now, I'm not saying God can't preserve the remnant. But you want to come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and then God will receive you. A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely. Oh, like Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob telling you that, that, that Trump is God's anointed? And said everything's going to be great and gooder and gooder and gooder? And you're all going to be raptured out of here before any of it happens anyway? Now, granted, I'm not trying to get in a pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib debate. I'm just saying that I've seen that used in order to put people back to sleep. I got into that last week. But I'm not against anybody's pre-trib, okay? I'm not like, oh, you're horrible. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But I've just seen it used to put people to sleep that are Christians. And not fight because they think, well, we're going to escape it all anyway, so why bother fighting? And there's no Bible for that. The prophets prophesy falsely. Well, that's going on gigantically. And the priests bear rule by their means, meaning you're, they're kind of doing it whatever way, they're kind of uh, leading their church whatever way they think feels right. Well, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. And the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That guy I played the other day, the Dunkin' Donuts rant. Well, I had a whole bunch of, I've had people send me in there like, dude, you know this guy's like total reprobate heretic devil i'm like oh sorry i didn't sorry i can't it's so hard for me to vet it's like do i i mean a lot of people that i play online I don't agree with alex jones either on so many things i mean i got like a 50 page thing exposing him but some of the stuff he puts out is good 
well i mean that guy's i don't know he's been divorced he's i mean there's so much about him online it's bad 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 and he's he's still a pastor you you can't you're not supposed to get a divorce from your wife and then marry another woman and then go your merry way like you're still a pastor that's that's forbidden i'm sorry it is there's biblical parameters for divorce and um from what i saw that that did not qualify at all now the best book that i know of written on that is from roy branson it's a two-part book first the first volume is called if thou shalt marry i believe and that's the thing on what you look for if you're looking for a mate biblically what are the things you should be looking for biblically i love that man i think i think he wrote the best volume on marriage and divorce that i've ever seen and the second volume is thou hast not sin and that's the thing that gets into divorce now i've never covered that topic because it took him a whole book to cover that topic on on divorce and on marriage and that's not something i have time to get into nor is it my area of expertise nor am i a pastor but i would highly recommend if you're in any kind of wondering about those subjects at all or if you're thinking about getting married you're thinking about getting divorced or whatever or you are you should read those books and it's roy dr roy branson he's been on my email email list for years he's wonderful um and he's got a website you should find it and it's a, just a two-part they're two little books they're blue cover you'll find them on his website if thou shall marry i think is the first one and then is thou that's not and it's it's a i think the the books are called a bill of divorcement the the, the set itself a bill of divorcement anyway you can email me too I, i'll send it but you probably should look for them online because my time's almost just non-existent at this point anyway um so the prophets prophesy falsely that's the norm now and the priests bear rule by their means that's the norm now and my people love to have it so my people the christians love to have it so that's the norm so what happens in that thing second thessalonians chapter 2 for this cause god shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie and that's the same part in the bible where it talks about the falling away of the church and the wicked being revealed the wicked has not been revealed yet but that could happen very soon falling away sure is happening though and what will you do in the end thereof and then jeremiah forty-eight ten, i would say about the whole 2700 apostate devils the bible says cursed be he that doeth the work of the lord deceitfully and that's what they're doing they're using some Christianity veneer to bring in damnable heresies that tell you to take the COVID-19 vaccine with no real science behind it and to take your tests and to take your and to wear your masks and to believe in Darwinism, which basically ultimately teaches us that we evolved from rocks, a rock. Lightning hit the rock and a two-cell amoeba formed and it slid it into the water and eventually became a fish and the fish crawled on land eventually and sprouted legs and you became an antelope and then the antelope became a gorilla and the gorilla became piltdown man the piltdown man became neanderthal man and then neanderthal man be eventually became us oh yeah yeah like that happened yeah yeah right mm -hmm. that sounds really plausible we, we can't we can't observe that happening anywhere else right now 
on the evolutionary chart at all. There's microevolution, but not but not macro, not going from one species to another. There's nothing on the planet that, that's that's doing that. I think that Ken Hovind has some of the best videos on you know, Ken Hovind's. Uh, I'm not going to recommend him currently. I think he's really got off base. Very, very much so. Love him, but sorry, he really got off base there, um, biblically speaking. But his old videos on evolution are some of the best, the best out there. I mean, on what the pre-flood environment was and the post-flood and what happened there. Oh my, I mean, this it's like, you talk about real science he's using. He was a high school science teacher. But I mean, we're talking real science he's using in the fossil record and things of this nature. Not where they're trying to create something in the fossil record. Just things that are already there. So obvious what happened. And I, I think he's got some of the most dynamite videos ever on that subject. And this ends by saying, BioLogos urges Christians to wear masks, get vaccinated, um, Oh, this is this is them. This is them speaking. So this is straight from BioLogos. Okay, these devils. They urge Christians to wear masks, get vaccinated, correct misinformation. So that you need to correct me, even though I'm just giving you facts, and work for justice and pray. Pray to who, Lucifer? Pray to God that you get your own eyes opened. Work for justice. You're working for the opposite of justice. And then they go on to say, mask rules are not, mask rules are not experts taking away freedom. Okay, mask rules. Okay, you mean wearing the mask rules are not experts taking away our freedom, but an opportunity to follow Jesus's command to love our neighbors as ourselves. Because see, if we really loved our neighbors, we would mask up because then we wouldn't infect them. That's the only justification they have. They'll ignore all the real science regarding masks, which I've given you over and over. They'll ignore all of that. But, oh, I thought they were all about science. No, they're actually not. Not, not unless it fits their satanic narrative. And it's always lying science that fits their satanic narrative because they're, they're liars. Okay? So that's garbage. I mean, if I mask up, I'm more prone to actually get sick. I'm more prone to secrete more cortisol and make my own immune system worse. I'm more prone to inhale my own bacteria and things that are forming in the mask and into my nasal passages, according to Russell Blaylock. I'm inhaling all these outgasses from the petrochemicals in the masks. How's that doing my neighbor of a, a, a solid? <laughs> How's that loving my neighbor as myself? No, loving my neighbors myself would not be wearing the masks and educating them on all the evils behind the masks. That's actually, but see, they say it's the opposite. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. That's what they're doing. Then it goes on to say, Christians are called to love the truth. Yes, we are. Couldn't agree with you more, BioLogos. And you have no love for the truth. You've proven that. You fork-tongued devils. You wolves in sheep's clothing. You ministers of Satan that are trying to appear as ministers of righteousness. Everything I just said is accurate about you devils. And then he goes on to say, we should not be swayed by falsehoods. 
Oh, that's true. I agree with that. And that's why I'm bringing this out about you because that's all you can operate from, BioLogos, is falsehoods and lies. Then it says, I, I'm not, I, this is straight from them. Get vaccinated against COVID-19 when a safe and effective vaccine is available. Now, you're not telling me that they're not a total mouthpiece for Satan. It's the exact thing that, that Trump's saying and all the Luciferians are telling you to do and Bill Gates is telling you to do and Anthony Fauci and every Luciferian out there. <laughs> they're right in lockstep with Lucifer. But remember, I'm the bad guy for pointing this out. I'm horrible because I pointed this out. Get vaccinated against the COVID-19 when it's safe and effective vaccine. Well, that'll never happen. Okay, safe and effective. Well, that'll never happen. So I guess that means never get vaccinated. Um, is available and as directed by a physician, by a brainwashed medical doctor who's part of the medical pharma cartel and has been told all throughout his career that vaccines are safe and effective. Vaccines are safe and effective. And they were never even really told or permitted I mean, I guess, I guess they could have looked at the inserts, but they didn't care. They were just said, most of them don't care. They just do it because they're, they, they're told throughout medical college that they're safe and effective without even looking into it. Well, that doesn't seem like a very good medical doctor that would do that, just go along with something like that. I think that's why I became a chiropractor because I analyzed why do I want to become a chiropractor? Well, it's just taking a hard bone off a soft nerve we're, we're realigning minor misalignments of the bones of the spine called subluxations, which allow nerve flow that's been impinged to be restored, which allows the body to heal and allows the organ systems that or muscle systems or whatever tissue that those nerves are going to, to function properly. That's why if you like have your, it's been, a, uh, they've done studies where uh, people have been, um, that had heart attacks when they did autopsies almost every single one of them had subluxations in the upper upper part of the thoracic spine which is like t1 t2 the upper part of your back and those are the nerves that innervate your heart now that's not the only reason they died of heart disease but it was definitely a contributing factor see people don't understand how chiropractic influences organ systems I'm talking every organ in the body. It, it, it's all that you get your nerve supply. Now I understand there's cranial nerves in the head and that's a little different, okay? But as far as from C1 down to, you know, your sacrum, the bottom of your sacrum into your coccyx, I mean, all those nerves that branch off of there, they all go to different, it's like the fuse box of your house. And if your fuse box is off at a particular thing, you're not gonna get proper power to whatever that, wherever that fuse ends up. Well, the light doesn't, the light's not on. Well, it's fuse box. Anyway, that was how I, how I analyzed chiropractic before I got into it. Medical stuff is just, you just blindly believe whatever they tell you. Take this drug to treat this symptom, sweep the symptom under the rug, through the drug, and everything's good. No, it's not good. No, it's not. That'd be like driving down the road and your oil light comes on and you take a black magic marker and blacking out the oil light and just keep driving. Say, oh, that's fine. That's exactly what you do when you take drugs all the time. You just take the symptom and say, oh, you're a stupid symptom. You're a dumb oil light. I don't care about you. I'll take this drug and cover it up and let the symptom really, really start to fester. And then eventually you become a surgical candidate. Ah, it all feeds into the money. Oh yeah. 
Just ignore it. Take drugs, ignore it all. I'm not saying drugs are never necessary. But long term, you can never drug your body into good health. And then it ends by saying a large fraction of the population needs to be vaccinated to develop the herd immunity. More lies from the pit of hell, which protects the immunocompromised and other people who cannot be vaccinated. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure they're not going to give it to everybody. Right. Protects them. No, it doesn't protect them. It's a proven fact that when you get whatever vaccine you're getting through the process of viral shedding, you're going to be way more giving that out for the next one to two months. That's what always happens when they have like a mumps outbreak or, oh, they just got the MMR vaccine, mumps, measles, mumps, rubella. Oh, well, well, when did you get it? Oh, I don't know, 15 days ago. And now you gave it to 10 other people because it's shedding the virus that was in the vaccine. And now you're giving it to everyone else all by design. And then they always blame it on the unvaccinated when the unvaccinated had nothing to do with it. It's all a total scam is the point here. So I'm way over on time for this part. Oh, I hope this even uploads it so long. God bless you and see you in part three.